Greetings. This is Valerie Champion, author of It's a Spiritual Thing. I'm coming today just to ask you this simple question. Have you left a review on Amazon yet? Well, what are you waiting for? If you've purchased or received as a gift a copy of It's a Spiritual Thing, please go ahead and give us a review on Amazon. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you and have a wonderfully blessed day. Again, it's a spiritual thing on Amazon. If you don't have your copy, get your copy now and then go back and give a review. Awesome. I love you guys with the love of Christ and there's nothing you can do about it. So go ahead. Go ahead. Stop listening to this video and go leave your review. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mama Goose podcast show on number one. It airs on anchor.fm audio-wise every second and fourth Thursday amen of the month this is our second visual hallelujah show and i am so excited because i am excited number one about our topic and number two i'm excited about our guests y'all so i want you guys to come on in i want you guys to share 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 it is live on youtube it is live on uh, aspiring authors uh oh sorry aspiring authors page so if y'all don't mind Please, please, by all means, share and get ready. Get ready, get ready. Holly, for an awesome show. We're looking for you guys to get as much out of it as you can. We're looking and praying that you would find uh, peace, that you would find healing, that it doesn't, it, whatever it is that you're looking for. Because our topic today is love covers pain. I am Mama Goose, and again, welcome to our second visual episode of the Mama Goose podcast. Awesome, and don't forget, y'all, once you go to Anchor, if you don't have Anchor, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. We're getting, hallelujah, ready, ready, ready to take every 10th of the month and meet y'all right here on youtube hallelujah so y'all get ready y'all get ready and the, today on the mama goose show we have a special guest in the house amen meaning you know special she's special to me and she's special to some other people i'm sure but i hold her dear to my heart i love this woman of god and so i would ask if you guys don't mind clapping your hands joining me amen and welcoming Prophetess Linda D. Johnson, founder of Love Cover Ministries. Woman of God, welcome to the Mama Goose Show. How are you today? 
I'm doing wonderful and excited about joining this platform with I, my beloved, as I call her, my beloved Nisi. Welcome. I am excited to hear and to just move according to what God has given for this platform. And thank you for the invite. I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to sit and share during this time of just reflecting and just giving information. God bless you. Well, number one, I want to thank you for accepting the, the invitation because what they don't know is that this is actually your um, your second time on the Mama Goose show, um, but it was, a, it was a different topic and it wasn't visual. So thank you for accepting the second invitation. And I want to, number one, just say that this particular topic I, I knew I could, I didn't have to ask anybody else to join me on this particular topic, which of course today is Love Covers Pain. Number one, that's the title of your ministry. Yes. And what I know is that it is hard to move past pain when someone um, has, has hurt you, when someone um, has beat you down when they've kind of like, you know, destroyed your person, destroyed your being, rather it was by domestic violence, whether it was child molestation, um, whether it was child abuse, uh, whatever the pain, whether it was a divorce, because I've experienced that. I've experienced pain from a divorce and it was hard to fall back you know, into that, the rhythm of loving people again, because I was hurt. So I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes again. But I just want to take this moment and let you just give the people just a little bit about um, who L Prophetess Linda D. Johnson is or um, what is Love Cover and why does Love Covers exist? Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, woman of God, for giving me, me yet again this opportunity to share this platform with you during this time of love covers the pain. And I just want to say again, as she has spoken, I am Linda Johnson, Linda D. Johnson. I'm going to say that because I was Linda before anything else as it pertains to a position or a title. I was just a child or just uh, when I say a child, I'm saying just a female from born and raised in the state of Miami. Me, um, city of Miami, the state of Florida. You know, I am a wife of, of 30, almost 31 years. I'm three grown children, a grandmother. I am excited to be able to share that space with my family. I'm also a founder of Love Covers Women's Ministry, a ministry because I, I truly believe that God is shifting the women uh, somewhere else. But nevertheless, uh, that ministry was birthed out of pain. And there was many things that we're going to talk about during this platform during this time of um, this broadcast where pain uh, caused us to move into purpose. And so a lot of times it's hard to be able to understand what love is if you never had it or experienced it, the true love. I'm not talking about superficially, but I'm talking about the love that God requires and want us to obtain and to have. And so love covers came about in the year of 20, oh, uh, I should say 2009, where again, it was birthed out of pain. And I had 
had gone through many um, obstacles in my marriage as well as in my health and things that I had to endure. But it was because of the pain. And I'm saying that because of it, it allowed me to really understand what love is because people and individuals love me past that. And I had to love myself first before I can be able to give that love to someone else. And so love covers was, was birthed uh, back then in 2009. And so God allowed me to connect because it was formed based on women through abuse, excuse me, and violence or by being violated. And so that was one of the things because I just want um, our viewers to understand abuse and, and to be um, violated comes in many forms. And it does not just necessarily mean a female or male thing or any type of gender or race. Mm -hmm. It just means it's just that an abuse or violation. And so um, in my case, I was dealing with, with love covers. I was dealt a hand wherein I had to connect with women before I even realized that I was uh, being healed through my own pain by loving on someone else and sharing my story with someone else. And so that's how um, Love Covers became or was birthed at its beginning stages in 09. And so it brings us back to now we're in 2021 and God has given me the opportunity to be able to share, to impart, to plant seed of love, letting them know that in spite of the pain, we can still love again. In spite of the pain, we can still walk into our purpose. And so that's what I'm going to do as you instruct and direct the question or the conversation that we're gonna have on this afternoon. God bless you, woman of God. Awesome, awesome, and thank you. Thank you for that introduction. I And honestly, y'all know I told y'all she's dear to my heart. I am glad, hallelujah, she did awesome. Thank you so much. When I say awesome, I have the right person because I want this to go smooth. And when I tell y'all, Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, woman of God. Abuse. Mm, okay. Let me share my story with you briefly. Um, parts of it anyway. Um, I was in an abusive uh, relationship. I actually um, got hit in the face with a hot iron. Well, you can't tell, but what I will say, giving credit to cocoa butter, Cocoa butter works wonders with healing. So you cannot tell that I was hit in the face with a hot iron. Um, I was beaten in the head um, um, physically. I was emotionally abused. Um, I, I was, mm. anyway, I could not get out of that particular relationship, number one. And when I say um, the reason why is because I think we kind of get love mixed up love you know today that word love is basically just like saying hey you know it's like we we really don't take that word into consideration so in this particular abusive relationship i literally thought i was in love i thought i was in love with this gentleman um however he didn't love me he couldn't have mm -hmm. he couldn't have mm -hmm. loved me because I don't think he would have done to me what he did to me. And so my, my question to you is this, because I know what the word says, and let me, let me first read, of course, um, the scripture that, that God gave me um, for this as well. And it's coming out of first Peter. 
uh where is it uh let me click this and first peter 4 18 mm -hmm. oh jesus i had it up i do apologize y'all please bear with me it disappeared God's on good. me. It disappeared on me. Glory to God. That's all right. That's all right. I'm sorry. It is First Peter four and eight. That's what it is. And it says, it says above all. It says above all. Love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sin. Now, with, with that being said, the abuse I endured, I felt like I endured it because I loved him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yet, love is not supposed to hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. being hurt. I was being abused. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, because of that scripture, why is it important to allow love to replace the pain of abuse, of violence. And I ask that question because there's a word that I'm hoping you give out. And I'm going to let you speak on that. Well, one of the things I want to start off by saying is that when you speak of replace, we have this thing backwards, a uh, and I would even go to say to some level of confusion because we are already at a place of replacing something that should have been filled with something else. And so we equate or we identify love as something that um, is generally a lot of times when it's afflicted upon us, in your case, pertaining to your question and what you just shared, we think love is something demonstrated as to be painful or hurtful, or it has to be a something that is a uh, afflicted upon us that when it's done we identify that as coming from the uh, uh the ones that are afflicting the upon uh, the pain or the abuse upon us we um have some level of um, comfortability with it and we think that that's their way of displaying love that's their way of demonstrating love but as you stated love is not something that's going to hurt us and so we often replace it with a, a, a idea in our mind or even in, within our being that they must love me because they're striking me. They must love me because they're hitting me or they're causing um, something that appear to be love from them or their perspective. But we know that love is not that type of way. But it's hard for us to understand what love is if we haven't really experienced it in its real capacity. And so a lot of times it's a cultural thing, it's um, ethnicities, it's our way of environment. So we equate love uh, in different ways, unfortunately. And so it's hard to replace it with the real thing. So that's why it seems and it appears, if you look at statistics, we're going backwards. Now we're trying to replace the, the hurt, the pain, the anguish, the abuse with love. And so in that replacing aspect, it's going to be difficult and challenging because if we don't know what real love is or we haven't had it or has some type of exposure to it, it's going to be difficult for us to be able to replace it. And so that's why I went back as it pertains to starting from the replacing aspect of it, because it's, it's going to be very hard for us. So if all I'm used to, well, let me share it like this, if all I'm used to is being hit and, 
and abuse again come in many forms and facets. You know, it can be physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, but abuse is just that. And so anytime that we are acceptable or accepting any type of abuse, what we equate it again with a type of love, then it comes or, or it forms some type of normalcy or normality. And so we think that that's the way it's supposed to be, but that's not so. You said it very, very frankly at the very beginning. Love should not be painful. Love should not bring about, about a sense of um, um, anguish and, and frustration to the point that it's not only have caused us mentally to think one way, but it has caused effect when you was explaining about being hit with an iron in your facial area. And so that's not love. That's a demonstration that was formed, but that's not the way God intended it. And you said in first Peter four and eight, above all, it said above all things that we should, and I'm reading it in another translation, but it said above all love each other deeply because love covers the multitude of sin, but that's at a place wherein the sin have already developed. But God says not so. He don't want us to experience things that he has already paid the price for. And so it's hard for us to replace love with something we used to having something negative or painful. And so we equate that with replacing. And so it's going to take a process for us to get to where God really wants for us as it pertains to healing. Now, you, you said something um, earlier and um, the part you said about hitting was would, would be their way of showing um, love. And let, let me let me just tell you a little story. I grew up in the home where my mom was abused. OK, my, my mom was abused by my stepdad. This is what I saw. So it was normal, you know, for me. And so this is what I thought love was initially. And mm -hmm. so when I got into, into relationships and the guy would hit on me, mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't leave, you know, with that first hit. You know, I would forgive and, and stay and then it'll happen again, you know, and then it'll happen again and I wouldn't leave and I wouldn't leave. And I was and I had to think about it and I wouldn't leave is because of what I saw, what I grew up with. And it felt it was the norm. I didn't know anything different. Mm -hmm. And and so I look at it as, oh, he loves me because he's hitting me, you know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. He didn't. And in order to, I couldn't, and I'm, I'm going to say this and I don't know who, 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 who needs to hear this, but you know, people often ask, why do people stay in an abusive relationship? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Well, it's several reasons. Number one, I, I stay because I had kids. Number one. Um, number two, I had a, a minimum wage job. So I would not have been able to afford my bills and stuff all by myself. And number three, I actually thought I loved him. I actually really truly thought I love him and I couldn't leave. And so my thoughts, the thought of me loving him kept me there, but I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you what I ended up doing because I, I, I knew it in my, in my soul and in my spirit that it was wrong. 
that mm-hmm. I didn't deserve to be treated like that. I had mm-hmm. to literally pray him out of my life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally, um, I, they say, I, I think Jesus said, keep asking. And so I, I kept asking God and I kept asking God, Lord, I can't leave him. Make him leave me. Make mm-hmm. him leave me. No matter how much I felt like I was in love with him, I prayed for God to get him out of my life. And mm-hmm. so that that was my way out. But it took a while mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me to uh, to get feelings, to get positive feelings about him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it took a while for me to forgive him, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, I was at a point where everything was, things were not going right because I was holding on to unforgiveness. And so with okay. that, why do you think we people, human, why do we hold on to what causes us pain? I mean, because the pain is going to, for me, pain is going to come and it's going to go. If we're mm-hmm. feeling any kind of way, we're holding on to the cause of the pain. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do? Mm-hmm. Why do mm-hmm. we do that? Oh, good God Almighty! That 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 that's good right there. That's good. You know, it, it become a a sense of normalcy. It becomes a sense of normality where we become so accustomed. You said so much in in what you shared from you witnessed your your mother being abused, and a lot of times, as it has been stated in particularly uh, many cultures, I'll say that hurt people hurt people, whether it's intentionally or it's non intentionally, and so you had became, or any of us, a lot of times, we mimic what we see. And so we see patterns and we have seen generation of people that has been physically, mentally, psychologically abused. And so it become even more so challenging us, even when we know that we should get out, even when we know that um, we don't want to stay in it no more. We know all the um, things that you share as it pertains to financial reason why we stay, as it pertains to having children, as it pertains to thinking we love the individual and all those things and components could be true. But most time, the majority of the time, as statistics have proven, when it comes down for us staying into relationship, and when we know the cause of pain, it's because we become, it's almost like that's our normal. It's like second nature for us. We get up and believe it or not, many of us expect it. Come on, somebody. We expect to be um, um, verbally abused. We be, we expect to be hit. We expect to be called out our name. We expect those things to happen. And yet we expect it, but we won't do anything about it. And even when we try to do something about it, then it happens where we'll move, say, two or three steps forward. Then we find ourselves seven and eight steps backwards. And you said something key when you said about, uh, come on, when you said about um, you had to pray and ask God to help you so you will know how to do it. See, this thing, the longer we stay in things, you know, the deeper and the more embedded it becomes. And it's challenging to uproot something when you have been in there, uh, hours become days, days become weeks, weeks become months and and years and years become decades. And it's harder for us to uproot ourselves or to uproot situation or feelings and emotion so we can exit and we can move. And so we have to see the Bible tells us that, that God will make a way of escape. 
but we have to ask and seek him. And it's not always easy. And even when we ask and seek him and he give us answers, it's a process because we didn't, generally we didn't get there overnight. So it's not going to be overnight for us to leave. It may take overnight for us to exit, but if we're not careful by the time morning here, come on, by the time morning here, we will be right back in the situation that we left. We'll leave with our grip. We'll leave with our clothes. And sometimes we leave with nothing. And out of just the way we have became normal to that cause, which is that pain that has been afflicted in whatever shape, form, or fashion, we will find ourselves coming back to the same thing because of repeated history of what we witnessed. Our mother, our sisters, our aunt, our big mama, and we have witnessed and on both sides of the spectrum. Uh, males go through um, abuse as well. And so when we see that happening, it's often where it become almost embedded in us. And so it's hard for us to release and move. It's hard for us to say, I've had enough. But he still tells us there is a way that seems right to man. In the end, there is his death. But we have to ask God for a way of the escape. And so as we begin to pray and seek our father, whatever you may have direction or whichever way he may use you to reach him, however we communicate, because we can't do this thing alone. And again, we got in it very quickly or over a period of time. So it's going to take us, uh, come on, it's going to take us some time to get out of it, but we have to do the work. And so we have to get to that place when we're doing the work that it's going to cause us, it should cause us to continuously seek our father, our heavenly father for help, because we need that help in order to move forward. And, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because my next question you you pretty much answered my next question and my next question is can we become comfortable in our pain to the point that we can't even let love in to heal our brokenness and and you you said it you we become we become comfortable with it it becomes a it becomes a normal um thing with us you know and yes. and but what it what it also does is that it, it kills it kills the spirit you, you know um to hold on to pain and uh mm -hmm. one of our our and of course i say one of our one of our one of our viewers you know mentioned uh generational curse generational curses and mm -hmm. and for me domestic violence is one domestic violence because i it, i grew up in a home where it took place it took place in my home when I moved out on my own. And so I, I had to get to a point where the curse had to be broken. And I thank God, even though I'm divorced, I thank God that the man that I married, that the man that I eventually ended up marrying, never put his hand on me. Never. And we were together for over 10 years and he never and and I believe in my heart it's it's one is because of of him his his mom raised him um but it's also because of how I went into the relationship number one um so thank you for answering question number three <laughs> well I'll say question number three because that was that was my that was uh the third question um but let me let me ask this question do you, and of course, you know, you over love covers ministry. So mm -hmm. for me, I take it as love is one of the subjects that you study. Um, love is, you know, so 
that's that's just how I and so I asked this question all these questions about love it's the month of February and we're talking about love okay so do you think it is easier to love and let go or to hate and hold on oh good God am I that's a good one see that's that's an individual question that one has to answer for me um I was at a place that I hated for a long time. And my hate may be in a form of appearance, may be different than how you may see it or view it because we all deal with things differently. And so at that point in time, injunction in my life, as God, remember I said um, the, the ministry was birthed out of pain. And so as I was going through that, that abusive area in my life and I equated her where in they love me, it wasn't something physical, but I wanted to just tell my viewers that's on there that love comes in different forms and facets as I stated. Physical and um, emotional, excuse me, and psychological abuse is just as damaging as if somebody had hit you with something, with an item or things that uh, as the woman of God was sharing with an iron. And so we have to understand because as we know, uh, the battlefield of the mind could be dangerous. And so when people beat you down verbally saying what you're not, what you can't, you're this and you're that, and you know that those things are not who you are and what God says about you, but if you listen to it long enough or, or you get to a place that you start to really take that thing in, it can be very damaging and it can hurt the core of what we know that God or whom God said we shall be. And so when we look at this thing as far as hate, it was difficult for me back then. But now I'm at a place, come on somebody, I thank God for deliverance and I thank God for healing. And so this is what I'm, I'm, I'm I so appreciate you for what you share now it's easy for me to love and let go see because now I have learned to put myself first and I'm talking about to a place that I no longer take the abuse in whatever capacity because I know who I am but again if you are in under the sound of my voice and you're one of the viewers you may not be there now and so that's why I wanted to start off saying about the hatred part because I was at a place that that thing took me down to I couldn't sometimes to get out of bed. I had some sleepless night, many of them. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was bitter. And it, uh, it was really um, at a place where other people could see it. And I took it to the workplace. I learned to suppress it. But if something come on this for somebody, something that triggers or, or cause an indication to flare up, you'll find yourself reacting and then you'll respond differently because we haven't dealt with that hate. And, and hate is a strong word but it does exist. And so it's not uh, um, easy uh, either way, but it depends on the individual and where they are in this process. Because keep in mind, it is a process. We don't get in this thing overnight and think we're going to get out of it overnight. It's like layers. And the longer we're in it, it becomes more challenging to peel the layers off. And so I had to learn to go through it as, as you stated. And I did the same thing. I began to seek my father, our heavenly father. I began to ask God, I don't like me. I don't like the way that I'm responding. I don't like the pain. I don't like the triggers. I don't like the negative indication. I don't like what I'm seeing in myself. And I 
I can't do this alone. Come on. We have to understand that we can't not do this alone, people of God, women of God, men of God, God's children, because all of us belong to God. And we have to be at a place that we are walking in humility, but strong enough to say and seek help so we can get to that place that we can love and lead. You know, love them in spite of what they said, did, or thought of. We can still love them because at the end of the day, it's about us, we, the individual, being cleared and being cleansed and being made whole. So we can really love, as you were saying earlier, it's hard for us to let uh, love in because there's no room. Yes, yes. How you going to let love in when you got so much hate in? You got to let something out. I, um... And and on that note, my 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 husband, well, <laughs> my husband, my ex-husband, um, when the pain that I, I suffered with him was more emotional. Mm-hmm. And and I say emotional um because back then I I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was, number one. And I say that I didn't know who I was in God. I didn't know who I was in Christ, right? And so I was still kind of doing some of the, the same thing or, or had some of the same habits that I had in past relationships. To, to bring you up to, to where I'm trying to get you, I was, I was in, when I say I was in love with, with my husband, <laughs> um, now I know I was in love with him. I was in love with him to the point where I was not the type of person where I listened to he say or, or, or she said and they said about my husband. If mm-hmm. I didn't see it with my eyes, you can't tell me about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it came out that he was cheating, I heard it one year. I ignored it. Didn't think about it no more because I didn't see I didn't have any proof. And I'm not the type of person that I go look for because I do know that you what you look for, you gonna find it. So I didn't look for it because I didn't want to be hurt. Okay, I didn't I didn't want to be hurt. But nonetheless, what I started here again, praying about, I started praying and asking God that whatever is in the dark, let it come to the light. And I asked God to make me aware of things that's going to hurt me because I don't like no one likes to be hurt. No one. No one. You don't want to be hurt emotionally, physically, you know, no one. So that was my prayer. And so when it came out, it didn't come out from nobody else. It came out from him and her. <laughs> okay. So I saw it with my own eyes. That devastated me. That devastated me. Mm-hmm. I'm, it, no one really knew how bad that hurt me. I fell into a real deep depression state during then because I just felt like, okay, this is it. You know, first I, I I get in a relationship where I'm abused and then I find a relationship where I thought or, you know, thought it was going to work. And then I end up being, you know, cheated on. So here again, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt again. I'm back in, in this same position again. Mm-hmm. But what God allowed me when I started seeking him, as you said, was to forgive him. Yes. To yes, forgive her yes. because I yes. knew her, you know, it yes. was a, a, a baby, a baby came about, a baby came about. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, mm, I tried 
when I say I kept praying and asking God, if this marriage is supposed to be over, please let me know. You know, but when, where there's no trust, there's no relationship, period. If you don't trust God, you're not in a relationship with God. So, if, you know, if you don't trust your husband, you're not, a, you, it's, it's no relationship. It's a waste of time. So that's kind of why the relationship ended. But God allowed me. And I and I still love him. I still have love for him. God allowed me to let love enter my heart again mm -hmm. through prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Through prayer. It wasn't anything that I did. It wasn't anything that anybody else did. It wasn't anything that anybody else said to me. Mm -hmm. But it was through prayer that I was able to let love in again because I, I didn't want to get any more in any. I didn't care if I died without a husband or a boyfriend again, because I didn't want to go through that again. Yes, and so yes, yes. I today, right today, I can call him and ask him to come and fix or paint or do whatever it is I need to do. I need done in my house because we're friends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it wasn't an easy task. Like you said, it did not happen overnight. Right. Through prayer, right. layers and layers had to come off of my heart because of several things, because of my childhood, of what I went through, because of what I went through before I got with him. Mm -hmm. My heart, it was it was it was in pieces. It was broken. But mm -hmm. God put it back together through prayer and God allowed me to forgive him and to forgive her. They were mm -hmm. to the point where. Her and I, we're not buddy, buddy, buddies. But if I see her, I'm going to embrace her. I'll embrace her. Hey, Elaine, you know, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I allow love to come in because for me to hold on to the hate, to hold on to the pain, it was it was worse. It was sickening. It was it was destroying me. Yeah, I, I didn't I, I couldn't live life the way I wanted to live life holding on to that. And so I had to open up layer by layer, like you said, mm -hmm. you know, and, and gradually allow God to change my heart. And so I, I, I thank you. Let me see what we got going on here. Somebody says, I believe healing come quickly when you know to. Thank you, Jesus. I believe healing come quickly when you know to. Amen, yes. sister. Care. Amen. Yes. And you said yes. through prayer. Yes. yes, prayer is the key, yes. she says. And hey, Shana, mm -hmm. Shana say, speak that thing. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, let me um let me ask you to do this. I want I'm asking that you just take you know a few minutes to give us a little wisdom um about how we should allow love to to cover the sin that that we commit against other against others you know um it doesn't have to be anything elaborate it, it, you know simple but mm -hmm. let god use you give us a little wisdom before you know we we, we get up out of here and i let you go on about your evening all right hold, let me move out I, your way I, I thank god because you said you said a whole lot um, as you were sharing just a few minutes ago. And I just wanted to say to our viewers that it's a difference between love and infatuation.
Because sometimes what we think appears to be something loving is just really something infactual or is um, fleshly, if you will. And so we are easily drawn into things because it appeals to the flesh. And so we think uh, or we again equated with they love me or he or she loved me if we have any males that's viewing this. And so when I just wanted to give some clarity to that, because love is something of intense feeling of deep, deep affection. It's not something that we just pick up and put down. Um, and it's not predicated on how we feel. Because um, again, I was sharing that earlier part of the broadcast that I have almost 31 years in. And if I can just begin to tell you just a little snippet of it, and, and, and it wasn't something that was always or have not been pretty. And so a lot of times we have to make sacrifices. We have to go through changes. We're not the same person. If you got married at 20, and you 55. You're not the same person. You got married at 20 and you might be 60 if you still with the same individual or you might have um, been in relationship or married as you were stating and divorced. And so we are changing and ever evolving. And so as for me, I just wanted to bring that clarity because sometimes what we think is love isn't. So we already starting out to understand it or thinking we understand that that's what it is. And so we get comfortable as we talked about with the previous question, we get comfortable thinking that that's our normal, that's typical, that's the usual. And so when things happen, it's difficult for us to shift or move when it become overbearing or it become repeatedly. And I'm talking about the abuse and the violation. And so when you spoke of uh, forgiveness, uh, that's this a process. There's a, a sequence of events that we must do, women of God, men of God, people of God, God's children. When we have been hurt, when we have been um, abused, when we have been afflicted, uh, and when we have caused, it may be even someone, come on somebody, that might have afflicted the pain to someone or might have abused someone, and we have to ask for forgiveness. And so that's not always easy, but we have to do it. If we want to be clear, we want to be healed. If we want to be made whole, I didn't say it, but the word of God said we have to forgive her like never before. We have to forgive her. I'm talking about, I want to say three times seven and change, but I know he said more than that. I'm just being her, just being a comical, just put some humor in there. But I'm just saying we have to forgive so we can be forgiven. And so when I think about what you said, uh, uh, as far as the process of praying, you know, it is a process. So I I don't want anybody to think that we loving over the pain is that we just say when people say get over it you know that can be very offensive or offending because your getting over might be different than mine your level of uh, um, offense or abuse or violation could have been different from mine so we have to learn to draw people with using that love we have to be able to meet them where they are if god said we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony so if god gives you something to share as it pertains to your testimony then as you did and i share partially um, it, because we want to move forward. It's like we have to share our testimony because sometimes people think that they're the only one that's going through it. And we know that's not true because nothing is new up under the sun. It's just repeating itself. And so we are always a work in progress. That's right, woman of God. And so we have to understand that we have to sometimes be patient with our sister, our brother, our cousin, our aunt, our mother, whomever it may be. That's why God, when God gave me um, loving kindness, and, and if I can be very keen and very forward, 
where he said, sometimes we have to love the hell out of them. And that just means that we have to meet them where we where they are. We have to express. I'm not talking about reframing and not speaking truth because we want to speak truth, but we have to do it in love. He said, they that are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. And so we have to be able to talk and share so we can help them recover and come into that place that they can forgive because forgiving her, if I can just read that into your hearing, forgive or forgiveness says to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. I'm going to say that again. Stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw or mistake. And when I looked at that thing, it said to stop being annoyance, displeasures to a place of hostility, being furious, outrage. And that's what this thing called forgiveness. If we keep this, these are some of the things that we're going to experience or have already for the ones that had to walk it. And so that's why when you ask me about uh, easier to hate and, and stay in that thing or to move forward to love and then leave. It depends on where you are in that situation. And so it is a work in process, but we have to do the work, not for them, but for us, not for the predator or the ones that afflicted us, afflicted the pain, but for us so we can truly be made whole. And so my wisdom would be to you as it is to, as I share as a life coach, a Christian life coach, as I share to many women, particularly women, but I have spoken on the platform of men where God had to allow me to share stories. And see, sometimes we're afraid to ask for help because of what people are going to think or what people are going to say. And that's the part that we have to embrace them, just like the prodigal son. If you all know the story where he said, give me my portion now. I'm getting ready to roll out. I just want to go and hang out, do whatever. And so, but when he came back, the more of the story in that regard or uh, the uh, the uh, 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 application that I want to convey to you is that when he came back, God said, we're getting ready to throw a party. Come on. We're getting ready to bring out the best stuff. We're getting ready to bring out the robe. We're getting ready because my son is back. He's coming back. And so we ask the believers, we don't want to be like the brother and say, well, wait a minute. I stayed with you. I was with you all the long. I made sure I did. I worked and then I didn't get no accolades. I didn't get no pat on the back. But keep in mind when you're doing right, God already going to take care of you. And so when the son came back, he threw a, again a party. And so that's how we have to be when people are scarred, when people are broken, when people are in the process of wanting to get out because of the abuse and the violation. But it's hard and it's challenging and there's a struggle there. And so we have to uh, get whatever part that we play in that, because if they came to you, that must mean that they feel some type of uh, being comfortable, that they can share their story with you, and you're not going to uh, you're not going to judge them, and there's no condemnation, but you're going to love them and bring them in, because he said, loving kindness have I drawn thee. And so we have to speak love in the way that we are listening more than just talking. And when God released us to talk, then we can share. And so I will say to you, if anybody need any um, help, seek help, seek medical, a medical professional, 
professional. Seek um, any type of, of healthcare provider. Go to your pastor, your, your spiritual leader or mentor, a life coach, a counselor, whatever aspect. Pray first and ask God to lead you as the woman of God was saying that she had to pray and ask God to help her to do it so she can be a better Valerie. She can be a better uh, person, a mother, a, 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 a grandmother or whatever the case may be, a, a worker, a, a owner. And so when we are missing something and we don't really know what the real love is, that means that when we're going out into the marketplace, when we're with our children, our spouses, there's going to be something lacking because we don't have the full totality of what God really wants us to, to receive as it pertains to love. And so don't be afraid. I say to you with all sense of sincerity and with seriousness, don't be afraid to act and seek help. It's readily available, readily available, excuse me, for you, for you and me to receive. And so if you feel like um, you need help, inbox me. You send some, send me something um, where I can be able to share with you um, different aspects of how we can go about getting help. Because it's not okay for us to be in a, a abusive, whatever capacity, when you know that God has already told you. And matter of fact, he didn't have to tell you, you know, for yourself, you need to exit. You need to remove yourself. You need to get out of it. It doesn't mean that you're any less as it pertains to wanting to be there for the person, but it's not wholesome and it's not healthy for you. And so we have to seek help and ask God to give us what we need so we can be able to be strong enough, like the spirit of Joshua and have the, the, the capacity or the courageous uh, uh, aspect of it so we can move and do just that. And so that and would be forward. to you, woman of God, and to all the viewing listeners, even the one that may review this via replay, that don't be afraid to seek help. Number one, seek help, call somebody, email somebody, send a text, just make sure you reach out. You may have even get in your car and just show up to your doctor's office or your primary care physician or go to your pastor, as I stated, or to a spiritual leader because God is leading you there. But whatever uh, direction God leads you, don't be afraid and don't think anything less of you because you are somebody special, special and you are the apple of God's eyes. Oh, I am. I am. I am. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for that wisdom. Thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate um, your yes. I thank God for you, woman of God. I thank God for each and every individual that that viewed, even though some didn't stay until the end. I thank you guys that, that are still here with us. And guess what? Next month, on the 10th of March, Mama Goose will be right here again. And next week, next week, I'm sorry, next month, my I also have a special guest. And my topic next month is pretty much housing grown folks or pretty much our grown children. How about that? Um, I have my special guest, uh, Sister Sharon Brown, that will... Um, join us on next month on March the 10th. And remember that um, my my dear sister, uh, she, she's still here, but I can't see her. Um, so join Mama Goose show on YouTube, y'all. I'm trying to get used to this, you know, and if there's any topics that you guys um, want to discuss, please, by all means, 
send them to me inbox me um leave comments whatever it is that you want mama goose to talk about i'm here for that okay um we're gonna keep it what you call rated pg though okay that's what we're gonna do we're gonna keep it rated pg but i'm here i'm down to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about so next month we're talking about our grown children still living with us pretty much and how how we're dealing with them how do you deal with yours if you have grown children still in your home amen but today's topic love covers pain oh i thank the woman of god prophetess linda d johnson for her wisdom i thank her for her her um her prayer you guys did not get a taste of that um before the show came on but um i had her pray before we came on um but what i want her to do because i can you hear me prophetess linda yes okay, ma'am awesome what i want you to do is just take um some a few minutes and just tell our listeners anybody that want to go deeper because you did say if anybody wanted some help that they can reach out to you um but so can you tell them how they can reach out to you and can you say it kind of slowly because i'm going to be typing it in for it to be <laughs> on the thing on the um on the screen for the people amen amen i thank you i want to thank you arthur prayer warrior intercessor blogger I tell you, she's wearing multiple hats. God is truly doing a wonderful thing in and through his daughter, Valerie Champion. I thank you. I want to say that. Thank you very much for allowing me to come on and share during this time of Mama Goose broadcast. It has really blessed me tremendously. I wanted to say that um, before I move into just giving them the information. Um, Valerie Champion is also um, a part of Love Covers Ministry leadership team. So she should know this information I'm putting on blast anyway. But nevertheless, I love her. She know her. She knows that I do. I am again Linda D. Johnson. You can find us on Love Covers if you type in Love Covers via Facebook, Love Covers um, Women's Ministry. You should see my picture and it'll pop up. You can also reach us on LC um, W Ministries, LCW Ministries, the number one at gmail.com if you want to email me any information and I'll respond. I try to do it within 24 to 48 hours. Again, that's LCW Ministries, the number one at gmail.com or you can also email me at ldljohnson at yahoo.com. I'm in the process of adding some other um, platforms and outlets. So keep us in your prayers, please do, because I'm going to need my sisters and my brothers to help me with this technical aspect because I'm still growing and we're launching out into bigger and better things. But don't hesitate if we can be of any assistance with this love covers the pain as it pertains to trying to get information to you. If I don't know, I will reach out to some of the women. We have all types of people, um, women that's connected to this ministry, as well as men, from police officers to chaplains, I'm talking about to nurses, different types of um, um, occupations that we can get resources from. And so if we can be of assistance, please don't hesitate. You can inbox me. I'm on Facebook personally, LD Lund LD Johnson. So if you can inbox me, um, again, give me 24 to 48 hours to try to respond. And I'll try to do that. 
um, and as it pertains to responding to whatever your um, information or request may be, if you desire to um, need assistance in whatever area, I'm just elated and excited because one thing I do know, God do not want any of his children to be lost. And there is help. All we have to do is call upon him and seek him. And he is the refuge and he is the answer to everything that we need. And he's the key to unlocking all the doors. So God bless you, everyone. Thank you again for allowing me to come and join during this time of Mama Goose. Awesome. Thank you, woman of God. I appreciate you. Amen. Well, and we come to the end of the Mama Goose show on YouTube, y'all. Please share, 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 y'all. I know a lot of people don't like to look at videos that goes longer than 20, 30 minutes. But this one was well worth it. It has information in it that I'm pretty sure can help somebody. And again, remember, every 10th of the month, we're right here on YouTube. Also, every second and fourth Thursday, y'all catch me on Spotify, on Apple, on Google, on Anchor.fm. The Mama Goose podcast is audio as well as visual now for 2021. And I'm excited, y'all. And so don't forget, don't forget, send me the topics. I can't do this all by myself. Amen. I love you with the love of Christ, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So y'all have a blessed evening and enjoy. And thank you again for joining the Mama Goose Podcast Show. Amen.